This week we're talking about May 8th through the 14th. Mercury is going to be direct in Taurus. I'm going to share about my big family weekend, which brought up a lot of healing, which is right on topic for this week. As Mercury ends its retrograde transit through Taurus, it makes a long alignment with Saturn in Pisces, bringing our conscious attention to how the status of our self-worth is influenced by our unconscious mind. Venus's transit through Cancer also aligns with Mercury, Saturn, and the North Node in Taurus, urging you to look at the origin of your relationships. Use this water and earth energy to nurture yourself and build a solid foundation that supports you in feeling valued. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Good morning, Scott. What is up, Ingrid? How are you? I I'm a little tired. Yeah. I had an extended family weekend. Um, feeling very like uplifted. I feel like I need like a day to recover from all the excitement. My cousin Jennifer, who you've given a reading to. Yes. Now we're coming like full. I feel like all the family members one by one are getting readings. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love your um, family, Ingrid. Wonderful. I've met so many wonderful people that you are related to. Yes. It's been, you know, we talked a lot about our like astrology. She listens, mm-hmm. you know, she listens to the podcast. She's such a big supporter. We I took her to Spellbound Sky when she got here. <laughs> um, if anyone doesn't awesome. know, that's our, our favorite little crystal shop that we have the book in. If you haven't gotten the book, you can order it online. It's in the show notes, or you can go to one of these crystal shops or all the links are in the, our show notes also to go pick up a copy. So I took her there. She got some crystals. We went to a fancy dinner. Um, fancy dinner. Where'd you go? Uh, well, my favorite place to take people is Iki Ramen. I-K-I-I-K-I. Iki. I can, I, okay. Yeah. You've told me about it before. Yeah. It's in Silver um, Lake. Uh, they have one in K town and uh-huh. then they just opened a location in Hollywood. Okay. But it's, I mean, I go there for sushi. It's not okay. like, if you like a bunch of rolls, it's not your place. It's mostly just like very simple. There's some really beautiful appetizers hmm. um, that aren't sushi, but all of it's mainly just like kind of like the fish and rice, very simple, maybe like five very simple rolls yeah Um, it's so good so we went there and i didn't know how much she loved food but she just you know we really had that in common she was at my house like i was hosting but she was like making me tea and Mm. it just felt very very nurturing very comfortable like we didn't grow up together Mm. um she lived on the other side of the country 
our parents are kind of, you know, not estranged, but they're not close anymore. There's like, you know, Mm. family shit just that lingers. And it was just really cool to be able to connect with someone. She's a few years older than me. So it felt, I don't know, just be able to share all of the family stuff and connect as adults and talk about our healing journeys with our parents and our grandparents and the generational stuff Mm. was really incredible i don't have i mean i have my sister and my other cousin here that i do talk to but you know to have another perspective of someone who's a little older than me even who's really working on their stuff yeah um just felt really good and she was really good at asking questions asking Mm. questions to get like a deeper answer which i was just so impressed i'm like okay i want to adopt that she would ask something and then even just when we were in like a family round table with my parents and stuff she'd be like okay tell me a time you know i want to hear about everyone's time with like grandma like tell me some memory or tell me something about mm. your childhood like and i just was really a good way to get a little deeper and even like just the small little stuff even if it wasn't deep stuff just to get to know people mm-hmm. and so we had my grandma's memorial service and that was beautiful there was like hundreds of dolphins that were like swimming with the boat and we like stopped and it was like a 15 minute ordeal of like i've never really seen i've seen dolphins like you know in the distance like a little whatever but Uh nothing where i was like wow like you could just you could touch you could touch them if you reached out like wow so you were putting your grandma's ashes in the water or something yeah yeah Yeah. that's so amazing i've heard that before i had another client who who passed away a little over a year ago and she wanted to be buried at sea. And, uh, Oh, wow. Is yeah. that like your whole body? <clears throat> like not yep. cremated? Yeah. Whoa. Whole body. Just Is like feed thing? me to the fishes. Yes. Wow. I yeah. didn't even know you could do that. So, yes. Yeah. So it was like, a, I wasn't on the, the boat out there, but, um, her good friend who she introduced me to is another client and she was out there and, um and videotaped like the whole thing you know they wrap the body in like i don't know like um some kind of linen or some kind of fabric or whatever and you have to get like permission from the coastal commission or something yeah, even for the ashes you do okay yeah but when the boat was going out there she showed me this video of literally i mean it looked like hundreds maybe even thousands of dolphins that were like just surrounding Ah. the boat and like like shepherding them out into sea you know it was like wild so the fact that that happened to you too it's it's like they're celebrating the life or something it was really special and it also like I mean, she passed away like two years ago, I think. It was like during quarantine and then family stuff. So it was like a little bit later. So I feel like it wasn't so raw feeling. But, mm. you know, it still just like uplifted the mood. Having just being in nature, being outside, the sunshine, having something to do, like kind of like an actionable thing. And then the animals just, we saw sea lions. That was really cute. Mm-hmm. And two, we have like two of the younger grandkids on the boat. So like, it was just kind of a, a more fun energy having these little special moments with nature. And Amazing. then we all had like a lunch and then we went to my sister's and visited and made dinner till like midnight. We made homemade lasagna <laughs> and then we had a brunch the next day. Like we just had a lot of family time and yeah, it was beautiful. And then we just got to have solo time too. She stayed a couple extra days and yeah, it was really, I felt like I had, 
my own vacation. Yeah. Like, we, we just went to Orange County for the weekend, but like just taking her to my favorite places and showing her my life was really special. Mm, I love it. I love I'm it. Not ready. You know, what's that? I'm not, I'm not ready to go back to real life today. Well, we were supposed to record today and you're like, are you okay? Cause we're <laughs> supposed to be on the computer. I just forgot <laughs> that it was our day to record. I didn't even know what was happening. <laughs> I was still on my vacation time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to say one thing about you and Jennifer, uh, yeah. and, and your charts together, like one amazing alignment that you have with each other is when you were born Ingrid, the sun was at six degrees in Virgo. And when Jennifer was born, the moon was at six degrees in Virgo. So literally your sun, her moon at the exact same degree in the same sign, uh, really, really strong emotional connection, compatibility. And that's also why like going out to dinner or, or just cooking at home and, and enjoying food with somebody else that, that typically tends to happen when you have positive or strong alignments with the moon because ah, the moon is the home cancer. I, well, I tried to look at Scott had given us our charts to look at together and yeah, I was trying to kind of translate it, but anyways, I felt like I was like, I, th I was like, I think the moon situation, it was a little more complex for um, putting them together for me, but I did remember seeing that and it did like we made a dinner here i invited uh, my friend geo over we cooked mm. one of the nights yeah it just all felt very nurturing and very easy like mm. i've never really hung out with her ever in my life we've connected through instagram and then through the podcast and then we have little facetime dates every couple months so this was like our first real hang session and wow i feel like she's she'll be like a lifelong friend i know she's my cousin mm. but um yeah it was just a really special connection so beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks for sharing that, Ingrid. Yeah. yeah. I'm so happy to hear you had a nice trip with Jennifer or she had a trip with you, but it was like a trip <laughs> for you too. Yeah. You know, it yeah, like, totally. sounds like you were on vacation. <laughs> and then also I wanted to bring it back to last week on the podcast. We were talking about a good day would be, I think it was Sunday to have some sort of like a gathering or family or food uh, and so we had a brunch on that Sunday, like we had mm. inva an advanced talk. I was like, oh, like Sunday will be the family gathering day. Mm -hmm. And you were like, oh, that's such a perfect thing. So I feel like, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure what's happening in this week, but I feel like there was a lot of almost, you know, we talked about family history and almost like un trying to uncover secrets so we can like, mm -hmm. you know, dispel the shame and like the, mm -hmm. the hiding from all the mm -hmm. stuff like our parents might've done and how to kind of erase that and have like a new a new fresh clear energy for all of like whatever is to come next yes yes absolutely well there's definitely a lot more of that happening this week too um with the alignments um yeah so but we'll get into that a little bit later so yeah i love hearing that though it's nice when the uh it just, you know, there's always those moments where it's like, what's going on with the planets? And you're like, oh, this is squaring that. And oh, I hate my life. Uh, but then it's also nice when you're having like a really nice day and you're like, and then you're like, what's going on with the planets? Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is why I'm, <laughs> everything is so pleasant and I feel so good. Like life is amazing. 
<laughs> I hear you. I feel like a mo the majority of the time I'm looking back on the podcast and like finding time markers to be like, okay, what's fucking what happened on that day? Because that day was fucked up. Yeah. But then it, I do when I have these really positive interactions. I'm like, okay, how do I remember this to take advantage of this gift next time? Like, I feel like there were some gifts for me happening. So being like, okay, this is a good alignment for me when I'm feeling very positive, something to look forward to when you're like going through the month of alignments, like, okay, I see a shitty thing here, shitty thing here. (laughs) How am I going to prepare myself for it Mm -hmm. um, to like weather the storm the most peacefully? But also when you have the positive alignments, if you don't really take advantage of like whatever is happening there, like the communication or the connection or the something career or relationship, it's like, you don't want those to pass you by either. Like, bringing everything to those easier times Mm -hmm. yes yes it's about knowing when the planets are in your favor and utilizing those moments and not just worrying about when the planets aren't in your favor and like bracing yourself for something bad to happen or whatever it's like which is only i feel like for me it's almost like a newer uh revelation to be like Mm. looking for the gifts instead of just i mean i think when i first met you i was just falling apart Mm. like unknowingly like right after we started the podcast i was going through a breakup and a move and it just felt like so much emotional heaviness and Mm -hmm. just felt dense and i did not feel good so it was only like trying to weather the storm and now that i'm feeling like we've been doing this for three years now and i feel like Mm -hmm. you i mean if anyone hasn't gotten a reading with Scott, or if you don't know what the cosmic pathway is, it really is this, you know, mm. the, I'm a testament to, you know, not that I'm healed or anything, but I'm in <laughs> a much better place. Being able to look forward to these easier alignments, just feeling more positive and feeling lighter meeting with you every week is basically your cosmic pathway. So I get to tell you all of my issues, good and bad. You kind of give me questions on how to analyze my life, how to look mm-hmm. at it, in terms of growth oriented mindset and kind of keep me on my toes of what I have been, you know, what I have told you that I would like to work on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm feeling, feeling good right now. Feeling like I've been able to take advantage of these gifts that are happening. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's very satisfying and gratifying for me to be able to help give you some perspective on where things are, what to look out for, how to utilize the positive energy that is that is coming your way or mm-hmm. the, that is actually happening right now. Uh, I, I think of one of my one of my cosmic pathway clients I've, I've just been really excited about her uh, because yeah. Oh, before you start, um, if anyone doesn't know what the cosmic pathway is, it's like you can get a reading, a single reading. Usually people are getting them when you're starting something new, maybe like a new career, a new relationship, a big life question, a move. I feel like that's always the time to get a reading. But if Mm -hmm. you're looking for someone to coach you, the cosmic pathway is meeting with Scott every single week, working with him on a very deep personal level to help you level up. So, yes, yes, um, yes. So I I have a client who has had is currently has several planets transiting through her 10th house. And as we were looking at the planets moving towards there, I was like, something's going to happen. You know, we were saying like the promotion, a raise, is that, is that you Capricorn? Know, all, 
Well, the 10th house is the house of achievement. Yes. Which is associated with the 10th sign, which is Capricorn. Okay. I only know based on the clues. I don't ever have the order memorized, but okay. Yeah. But that's it. 10th house, top of the chart. And so, you know, sure enough with the sun transiting through and Jupiter for her, like she got a raise, got a promotion is just like, and didn't even have to ask for it. It was just presented to her. So, um, what so it's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. And so it's fun to kind of map these things out and, and help people see what they have to look forward to because on those days where things are really tough and you're like, why am I doing this? I hate my life. And then you know, it's important to remember like what you have to look forward to. Everybody's going to have hard days, but there's also good days too. And so you want to maximize the good days by being prepared for them. It's not just about being prepared for the hard days. It's about being prepared for the good days. Because if you're prepared for the good days, then you can utilize that energy to bump up in your life in some way, whether it's a raise, a promotion, or accomplishing whatever goal you have. Maybe it's a move. Maybe it has to do with relationships. You know, a lot of people come to me wanting to know about relationships. And so if you know where the planets are aligning, it's easy to discern when there is an opportunity to maybe meet someone new and start a relationship. I mean, that's what happened with me when I met Gabriella was uh, I was I was looking at Jupiter transiting through my eighth house. And I was like, I mean, I think something's going to happen here because the last time Jupiter transited through my eighth house, I met my last girlfriend. So before Gabriella. So I was like, you know, this seems to open up a portal to like past life energy. And uh, sure enough, she showed up in my life. And so, yeah really wild how this it's kind of like a clock and so if you know when the hand gets to a certain place what time it is it's time for relationships it's time for career it's time for sitting with myself and reflecting on my life that's the 12th house so yes so much to uh delve into there um and then before we get into the week, if mm-hmm. do you want to thank our do you want to thank our sponsors? Or actually, we still have questions sure, sure. too. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do we do. Oh, let's thank the sponsors and let's okay. get to the questions. So, we want to thank Jessica, Kendra, Larry, Jasmine, Brenna, Barbara, Janelle, Vincent, and Michelle, Clarissa, Nicole, Aline, Cassie, Merdinas, Brooke, Ricky, Amaranth, Annie. Amber, Stephanie, Deborah, Haley, Janine, Carrie, and Catherine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast. It allows us to do more of what we love, sharing the planets and stars with you. And if you want to support the podcast, if you go to the show notes, there's a support link. You can donate $1, $5, or $10 a month. If you want to support in other ways, you can buy the book, The Basics of Astrology. The link is in the show notes. You can write us a positive review. You can rate us five stars. You can share it with your friends. You can go to YouTube, which even if you don't watch YouTube, we're trying to get to a certain amount of subscribers. We need to get to a thousand and then they'll start like paying us. So go to YouTube 
and subscribe to the podcast and also our beautiful faces are there if you normally just listen if you go to youtube or spotify we actually have a video podcast where we share the signs and symbols of the alignments we're talking about each week and if you're really into learning the language of astrology and how to read charts and getting to know those signs and symbols the visuals are great so either the video or you can go to the website theweeklytransit.com there is a forecast tab that shares all the signs and symbols we talk about along with the journal prompts that scott asks me and then wait book and then and then if you get the book i talked about the book before but really the book is kind of a glossary of terms and their symbols so you can follow along and translate with us and the only reason i even know how to read the signs and symbols because I helped Scott make the book. So I think that, <laughs> that is kind of the key. He's been telling me for years to learn them. But if you want to level up with your astrology uh, education, if you will, that's a really great way. Or you can even sign up for a moon class is really great because you get some more one on one time. If you want to try something out personal with Scott without getting a reading, the moon classes are very personal. They're smaller classes. They do them twice a month, full moon and new moon. So you kind of set an intention, or I guess new moon, then full moon. New yep. moon, you set the intention. Full moon, you kind of discuss if you were actually working on the things that you said you were like planting the seeds for. <laughs> um, and you get one-on-one stuff there. So you get to get a little bit deeper. Totally. Um, Love the moon classes. Yeah. They're so much fun. You got a great group. I also want to say... Uh, if you want to buy the book in person, you can do that at Spellbound Sky, which is in LA, or the Crystal Shine, the Crystal Shrine in Burbank, or the Crooked Path in Bur- Burbank. So, big thanks to Spellbound Sky, the Crystal Shrine, and the Crooked Path for selling the basics of astrology. Very Thank grateful for guys. all three of these amazing shops, metaphysical shops. So powerful. And then the last thing, if you don't want to listen to us talk all about all these other things, or if you just want to skip ahead or go behind and just go to the days of the week, in the show notes, there's time markers. If you click on Monday, it goes right to Monday. So usually, if I said, like I said, if I'm having a bad day, I want to go back in time or be like, what the fuck is happening today? I'll just go click on that day and you can just listen to each day of the week separately. And I think we're ready for some questions. Yeah, let's bring them on. Um, That's not a question. Okay, so we have Wes Meeker. They want to know, Mercury retrogrades typically known as a time to avoid signing contracts or making business transactions. But would you consider the pre-retrograde or post-retrograde shadow phase as times to avoid this as well? I've heard some people suggest this before, but it feels like nine or so weeks of this would be a very long time to avoid doing business. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Wes, for your question. The simple answer to this is if it's on your plate already, then sign the contract, whether it's retrograde or in the retrograde shadow, which would be pre-retrograde or post-retrograde, the shadow period. Either way, like if you have business to conduct, then obviously you can't stop business for nine weeks. But it is important if you're signing any contracts to just be very discerning about what you're signing, reading all the fine print, all the details, having maybe other people involved to to help you see what you might be missing, if, if that is helpful to you. 
but I think the the main piece is to avoid signing contracts if it's something that comes out of the blue, if it comes out of left field, like all of a sudden you have this new opportunity that didn't exist before the retrograde or the retrograde shadow. And now you're being pressured to sign the contract. I would pump the brakes on that until after the retrograde shadow and then feel it out and decide if that's really something that you want to be doing. So if it's already on your plate, that's okay. If it's not on your plate, wait. Hello. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, sorry, my AirPods <laughs> died because I forgot what day of the week it was, and I never charged them. Um. Anyways, but I knew I knew you were gonna say basically what you said. It's like retrograde is a time to reflect, redoing all these things. So you like to say clearing your plate. It's like getting all the old stuff that's been lingering off your plate. That doesn't mean to stop doing anything. It also, it kind of just means to finish everything. Which yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is the opposite of not doing. Totally. Like I, I have, you know, a, um, one of my friends got married during Mercury retrograde and, you know, people might think that's so bad. I don't, it's, <laughs> no, it, it's, it, it's actually a good thing. Like they'd been together for years and it was time to get that off that plate. You know, it's time for them to get married. If if you're going to do the Britney Spears thing and get married to some guy over the weekend in Vegas, yeah, on a whim, then you're probably going to, you know, be getting it annulled 48 hours later like she did when she did that during Mercury Retrograde. So if it's on the plate, eat it. If it's not on the plate and it lands on the plate during the retrograde, wait until after the retrograde. And then, like you said, if you can't wait, it's more about being present and mindful. Like, yeah, there's business deals happening all the time. It's like, just be extra aware of things going awry or missing something, like the travel things. It's just like this morning, my cousin flew home. I should have looked at my ticket for her because she was like, oh, I, I thought she had to be there at like noon or something. So I was like, oh, I'll drive her. Somehow she had to be there at like, we had to wake up at like five in the morning or she had to be there. She had to leave by six in the morning. She just texted me. She's like, I just got on the plane. Actually, my flight wasn't till noon. I got here five hours earlier. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. That's a total retrograde thing. Yeah. Yeah. Total retrograde thing. Oh, my God. We showed up at the airport five hours early. <laughs> it's hilarious. Or showing up on the wrong day. That I hear that a lot, too. So, yeah. I guess uh, better, than, better than late. She said she got all her work done, but, you know. Just being mindful of those type of things. I don't think it's anything to, nothing to avoid or be totally. fearful yeah. of. You can't stop living your life during the retrograde. In fact, you need to be more aware of how you're living your life. So, yes. All right. Thank you so much, Wes. Great question. I feel like this is very, a common thing for people to bring up. Yes. We've got Anna Segovia. She says, hi, I love you guys on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, her question is, how can she tap into her 10th house energy? Ooh, we were just talking about this. My, yeah. nor my North Node, Mars, and Venus are all in Aquarius in the 10th house. Signed, Aries Sun, Leo Moon, Gemini Rising. Oh, Gemini Rising, like Ingrid. Awesome. So, okay, they're on the 10th house. The North Node, Mars, Venus, in Aquarius, in the 10th house. How do you tap into that energy? Well, Aquarius is ruled by Saturn. The 10th house is ruled by Saturn. Saturn is 
the god of wealth and time, the planet of restriction, responsibility, achievement, and authority. So, Anna, are you taking responsibility for yourself? Are you taking responsibility for your goals, for your ambitions, what you want to accomplish and achieve? Are you taking responsibility for what you are meant to bring to the community, the group, the club, the organization, the social network or cause? This is where your energy is meant to be directed. So you have to recognize that success is up to you. And part of your success is meant to also give back to the community, to the group. So in order to tap into that energy, you want to have goals. What are your goals? That is the question that I have for you, Anna. What are your goals and what are you doing each and every day to just climb a little bit closer to those goals. So have a goal for each day, have a goal for each week, have a goal for each month, have a goal for each year, have a goal for where you want to be in five years, 10 years, 20 years, and then break it all down to each day. Today I'm working on this, tomorrow I'm working on that, and that's going to help me complete my goal for the week, which will complete the goal for the month, the year, and so on. And then I'm also looking, thinking that she says Mars, Venus, and Aquarius are all in that 10th house. So could that be like thinking that her goals might be related to taking action in the community in terms of relationships? Like maybe that could be like a therapist or like a, some sort of love and relationships connection in the community. I think it's more doing something innovative. Aquarius is the innovative oh, sign. Okay, it's okay. it's symbolized by the water bear. And the water bear is the person that invented that jug that we're able to bring water from the stream to the village. So she needs to be doing something innovative that is going to support the community in helping everyone within the community have greater independence. The water bear didn't build didn't create the jug for herself. She created the, the jug so that everyone in the village could have more water. It would be, there'd be easier access to water and with easier access to water that freed up a lot of time. Saturn is the God of wealth and time. Saturn is a planetary ruler of Aquarius. It freed up more time so if people have more time in the community, that allows them or supports them in being more independent. It supports them in getting in touch with their innovative nature so that they can develop and cultivate their gifts, which will they will also give back to the community, which progresses society into the future. That's the that's the vibe. That's the energy. I I always sometimes I forget like I, the idea of community. When we're talking about Aquarius, it is community, but it is also, I'm not doing it for everyone else. I'm kind of doing it for myself. Like, I'm not doing it to be generous. I'm doing Whoa. it because it's like an, a revelation of like, you know, fixing a problem that maybe people didn't even recognize was the issue. And that kind of shifts everything. Like you said, it, in a bigger way, it's even helping the community. It wasn't like, oh, I love these people, so I'm going to like help them. It's like, oh, I have an idea that I need to like get out and it in turn like shifts shifts all of these things and betters all these people's lives including their own yes so it, it's not like a warm and fuzzy feeling mm -hmm. it's like i'm it's i think that's what you're saying it's not yeah. like oh i love people so much i want to help them no it's like i have this great idea 
that's going to help society. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it for myself. I am doing it for myself, but I'm not. I am I'm doing, doing it because I have society. to. I'm doing it because like I see that 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 life can be improved mm-hmm. in this area. Okay. And so it's my job as a living, breathing soul to recognize where there is an area that needs improvement. I bring my gifts to that area to improve it. And as a result, it benefits me. It benefits society. Amazing. Um, thank you, Anna, Anna, whichever it is. Yes. Uh, we have Tiffany French. She says, I just began my Saturn return recently and things have been hella crazy. <laughs> Lots of changes and lessons and transformation. What are the ways that a 26 degree Leo Virgo moon Capricorn rising can prepare for the months ahead? Yeah. Sounds like a, like a NorCal lady. Hella. So Lots of changes in lessons and transformation. Okay. What are the ways a 26 Leo sun, Virgo moon, cap rising can, can prepare for the months ahead? Okay. So if you're beginning the Saturn return, I presume that your Saturn is in Pisces because that is where Saturn is as a Leo sun, Virgo moon, Capricorn rising, I mean, those are signs that that maybe could use a little more compassion. So really the work for you is to show yourself compassion, especially with that critical Virgo moon. You may be very critical of yourself, especially when you get emotional. You may be critical of those that you are emotionally tied to, the ones you love. The Capricorn rising is very restrictive and and is really pushing you to achieve. And when you don't, you might be hard on yourself. So Saturn in Pisces, Saturn is a planetary ruler of Capricorn, the sign of your rising sign, uh, the sign of your ascendant. The theme here is to commit to doing the work required to trust your intuition. And when things don't go right, what you need to do, or when they don't go the way that you would hope for them to go, mm. what you need to do then is commit to doing the work to showing yourself compassion and recognizing and understanding that learning to trust your intuition means falling on your face sometimes so that you can hone and strengthen that intuitive muscle. And so when you trust your intuition and things don't go the way that you'd hope they go, show yourself compassion be empathetic to others that are involved rather than blaming them or getting angry at them for the reason why things didn't go the way that you wanted them to go. And then commit to doing the work to have faith, have faith that even when I'm making a mistake, it's okay Mm. because I'm learning from this. It doesn't feel good to make a mistake, just like it doesn't feel good to burn your hand on the stove when you're a child and the and the uh, adult says, don't touch that. It's hot. But then you do it. And and what happens? Like you never touch it again. So so take it easy on yourself during the Saturn return. Thanks, Tiffany. 
Yeah. Thank you, Tiffany. I think we can all get very hard on ourselves for making mistakes. And especially in that, those years of the Saturn return, it's about taking responsibility and it's, it is okay to make a mistake. And no matter how much, especially when we're younger, people will give us advice on what we should do and what mistakes to avoid. But the only way for us to actually learn the lesson is to learn it ourselves. Someone telling us to avoid making a mistake is not really going to work. Mm-hmm. We have to touch the hot stove to learn the lesson. Otherwise, we're not going to feel that discomfort and that pain for us to be able to adjust. That's it. Exactly. 100%. Um, I think, thank you, Tiffany. And I think that's it for questions. Well, we have okay, a lot cool. more questions. Yeah, we got so, more, so much more. Less but time. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to them in time. So uh, stay tuned in the next episode if you asked a question. Uh, we've got, we've got several questions to get through and we'll get through them in time. Absolutely. And if you do have a question you want answered here on the podcast, write us through Spotify. There's a Q and a tab, um, for each episode, you can write in your questions there. If you have questions that come up on YouTube or Instagram, they will just be answered in the platform that they were asked in. Exactly. Thank you, Ingrid. Yes. Oh, and one other announcement. I, I've mentioned this the last couple of weeks, but I want to keep announcing this as we are in the month of May. And I was a guest on Ray A Sun Astrology Podcast with Raya Marshall, another astrologer. And in her podcast, Ray A Sun Astrology, which will be linked in the show notes, we get into the entire month of May. So Raya is a brilliant astrologer and really enjoyed my conversation with her. So I encourage you to listen in to get another perspective on the month of May and all the astrological transits, alignments, movements. It's a fun conversation. Beautiful. Double, double astrology time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Should we get into the week, Ingrid? Yes, let's. Okay, so this is the week of May 8th through the 14th. We begin on Monday, May 8th with the moon, the planet of emotions in the cardinal earth sign symbolized by the goat forming a positive trine with the north node, the karmic pathway of the soul or soul's purpose in the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull Taurus. So this alignment is grounding us in, grounding us into our emotions. What do you need to accomplish and achieve in order to feel emotionally satisfied, to feel emotionally at peace? The alignment with the North Node, which is calling our attention to recognize our self-worth, what you value, Think of your goals. Think of your ambitions. How are they rooted in your self-worth? Maybe your goals aren't, aren't as high as they should be because your self-worth isn't where it should be. Mm-hmm. So that is something to think about perhaps. Uh, but it's I think really, that's a, yeah. That seems like a, a big thing to think about. I think that, I mean, I've had trouble like moving myself along or it taking so long to start pushing Mm -hmm. myself in these avenues because even though like I would say like oh I'm confident I think I'm smart and talented and but 
actually doing something about these things like that actually takes true self-confidence is putting yourself out there and moving yourself closer to your goals and i think that is what i was lacking even though i thought i had self-confidence um actually putting yourself in these uncomfortable situations and having the possibility of failing and then that affecting your self-confidence it's like when you have true self-confidence it's just okay to start putting yourself out there whether or not there is guaranteed success yes and this this transit is really good for the virgos like you yeah uh, but but all the all the earth and water signs really uh, but when you think about virgo can be very critical very analytical like it's never quite good enough to put yourself out there but you know this alignment between the moon and the north node will hopefully give you the lift uh, that you need energetically to really ground yourself into the reality of who you are, the value that you have and what you bring to every person that you come into contact with. And when you recognize your personal value, you say, okay, I, I am worth this. And I, I am worthy of achieving these goals, yes. these ambitions. So hopefully this is an uplifting alignment for you and everyone else out there. We move to Tuesday. You'll see a lot of what we're looking at today is earth and water signs. This is kind of like a muddy week. I think of it as, as like, it's kind of like, uh, maybe there's too much water and it needs some earth in order to bring some form and foundation or maybe the earth has been maybe you've been too rigid and you need some water to soften your soil so that you can actually plant a seed and grow some fruit or some vegetables so this alignment here on tuesday may 9th we've got four planets we've got the sun the giver of light life and vitality conjunct at the same degree in the same sign as Uranus, the primordial sky god, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, independence, and the unexpected in Taurus, along with Mercury, which is retrograde. Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication, and coordination which is aligning in a positive sextile with Saturn, the god of wealth and time, the planet of restriction, responsibility, hard work, achievement, and authority in the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish Pisces. So a lot happening today. Uh, this alignment between Mercury and Saturn we'll be looking at for several days this week because Mercury is slowing down beginning it's getting to the point where it's going to end its retrograde it's going to end the retrograde at the end of the week so mercury when it ends the retrograde just as when it begins the retrograde it, it looks like it stops moving so mercury is here at six degrees for several days and it's aligning with saturn so mercury the planet of the mind in taurus directing your mental focus on your self-worth your values, your likes and dislikes. Are you communicating from a place of that says, I value myself? Are you speaking to yourself in a way that values yourself? When you think of the alignment with Saturn, which we talked about in, in the question to, to Tiffany, Saturn in Pisces. This is, this is creating a lot of work in our unconscious. 
And so with Mercury, the planet of the conscious, in the sign of self-worth, aligning with Saturn, the planet of work and responsibility, in the sign of the unconscious, this week, like the big assignment is really digging deep within your unconscious and recognizing how your unconscious thoughts are affecting your conscious reality. Like look around, what do you see in your life? Is what you see in your life when you look around say, you know what? Yeah, this is, this is me. This, this feels great. I feel like I have everything that I want. I feel good about life. Okay, then your unconscious may be clear. But if you look around and you're like, wow, I need to get it together, then there's work that needs to be done within your unconscious where you need to face the demons that are carrying your psychological baggage, the guilt, the shame, the regret, the blame, and you need to show them compassion so that you can integrate them with understanding forgiveness and love so that you begin speaking to yourself in a way that is more positive, that is more uplifting. Now the sun's alignment with Uranus is creating some sort of like revolution. Mm -hmm. It's a revolution to your identity, a revolution to your material security. Maybe you hit rock bottom at this point. You're like, you know what? I can't take this anymore. I have to do better. I'm demanding better of myself, but whatever is going on in your life, there could be some sort of dramatic shift happening right now. Don't fight it. Join the revolution. Do not fight the revolution. Join the revolution and make it what you want it to be. The more that you're clinging to the past and the way things have always been, the harder the inevitable changes are going to be. So this is an opportunity to get out in front of the change and make it what you want it to be. I love when you say, you know, the, it's going to be easier if you don't cling to the past. And I think of like the uh, Saturn in Pisces energy. It's like we are taking responsibility for what is floating around in our subconscious. So maybe having taking some extra time to do some self-reflection and see what is in there and taking responsibility. And then Mercury and Taurus being aware of our self-worth. It's like, once we have, there's just an awareness happening in our subconscious and in our present moment of ourselves. And once we recognize whatever is happening, whatever these patterns are that maybe need to shift, taking advantage of the opportunity to evolve. Like that revolution is like, also like an evolvement of ourselves staying the same as once we learn these new things about ourselves staying the same isn't really an option and it just sometimes feels so scary to change totally or most almost all the time it feels very scary to change well, at least and, for me personally and what sign one of the signs that hates to change more than any other is taurus sky the bull the bull yeah you know me ingrid exactly taurus rising don't don't try to throw something at me in the last minute uh get me all discombobulated you know the bull <laughs> just like wants to chill out in the middle of the field and relax and it's enjoying and itself it's peaceful exactly. it's got all its little creature comforts why would it want to change yes but then but when your awareness changes and you learn new things it's like oh fuck it's you know I, the grass is greener over there there's more sunshine over there it's like mm. fuck i don't want to move but there's actually a better opportunity over there i got to get up change my surroundings and 
get to like a new normal. And that's why so many people have moved literally since March of 2019 when Uranus moved into Taurus. And I mean, neither, neither the sign Taurus nor the planet Uranus are happy about Uranus being in Taurus. It's, it's a rough go. It's the planet of revolution in the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull. It's like the bull is just getting like zapped or spanked by this Uranus energy since, since March of 2019. And we're still here for for a few more years. A lot of changes. Yes. Yes. So roll with it. Roll with it here. So moving on to Wednesday, May 10th. We've got this alignment again with Mercury retrograde in Taurus, sextile Saturn in Pisces. But then we also have the North Node in Taurus, which is forming a positive sextile with Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships in the cardinal water sign symbolized by the crab Cancer. So Venus in Cancer, this is where the past creeps in where we're looking at the origin of our relationships. So when you're thinking about your self-worth and your values, think about your relationships. Do your lovers, your friends, your business partners, do they lift you up? Do they value you or do they put you down? Do you feel that? Yeah, exactly. Do you feel valued by the people that you're in relationship with? And if not, it's time to really look back at the past and say, when was the last time I felt this way? And when was the first time I felt this way? And maybe you go back to that first time feeling this way. It's like, I didn't feel valued by my parents. (sighs) I mean, just my visit with my cousin, we just talked about so much of our past relationships and then our family dynamics and how a lot of them reflect our parents or dad or mom or their relationship in some way where we're like, oh, this is normal. Like, wait, that's not normal. That's just what I'm used to. Like, that doesn't mean that it's healthy or good for me. So recognizing these patterns and ways that they've um, kind of imprinted upon us. Yes. So this is definitely a day where you want to be nurturing yourself, embracing everything that you love and enjoy in the five physical senses sight, sound, smell, taste, touch, really taking care of yourself, showing yourself kindness and caring and, and, and showing your partners that as well. And, and really, you know, demanding that as well from them that I need to feel valued by you. I don't feel valued. And this is really a positive alignment. We've got, again, it's water and earth. So earth gives water form, water nurtures the earth. And this alignment creates a lot of opportunity for healing, healing the unconscious, healing the past so that we can move forward on more solid, stronger footing to feel safer and more secure, not only in our emotional nature, but also in the material realm as well. So moving on to Thursday, May 11th, we've got again, Mercury retrograde, sextile, Saturn, Pisces, Saturn and Pisces, and then the North Node again in Taurus, forming a square with the moon in Aquarius. Aquarius, the fixed air sign symbolized by the water bearer. 
squaring off with the north node. So here, yesterday, we were nurturing ourselves and being kind and caring, and, and there was some healing that went on, and then we move on to Thursday, and the north node squares off with the moon in Aquarius, it's like now we're we're feeling maybe a little more self-assured and we're taking our values into the group context, but it's maybe not being received in the way that we would like for it to be received. Maybe we're feeling a little devalued. Uh, so this is an important day to, again, continue to show yourself compassion, show empathy to others, recognize that anyone that is maybe devaluing you, they may devalue themselves. They may have very low self-esteem or very low self-worth. So try to detach yourself from the emotion of it all. Be logical about the facts. Where Where is this stemming from? Where does this come from? Especially when somebody is putting something onto you, like it's usually has nothing to do with somebody else outside of themselves like especially if someone's upset like unless you did something to them it's like you can ask yourself the question oh did i did i do something and you're like okay i didn't do anything then they're probably just upset at themselves something's not going right in their life and it's coming out here because i'm close to this person mm-hmm. and the more or like the, actually the less we take things personally the easier it is to navigate and be less emotional about how to solve the issue mm-hmm. absolutely and absolutely. I, there's that aquarius energy in there with the emotions it's kind of a detachment of the emotions mm-hmm. yeah detaching from the emotions just being logical mm-hmm. about why did this person why is this person treating me this way you know okay well they had a bad day maybe you talk yeah. to someone else and realize and they're like oh yeah don't worry about what that person just yeah. said to you like they They've been on a tear for whatever reason, because this, that, or the next thing happened to them. So they, you just stood in the way and, uh, you know, yeah. yeah. One of my friends has been having a meltdown for the last like week or two. And I got all these Mm -hmm. text messages and I was like, oh my gosh. And for like a half second, I was like, I felt like a little defensive. And then I was like, oh, they're having a melt. They're just having a meltdown. It's not me. Mm-hmm. And then none of this is about me. Maybe, maybe something I did upset them on a very smaller level. I'm like, I could apologize mm-hmm. for that. But the, the reaction and the drama surrounding it, I was like, oh, this is, they're not doing well. Yeah. And able to give them a lot of compassion mm-hmm. to be like, okay, that's okay. You're, this is a, this is a much bigger issue that has nothing to do with me. So I'm not going to get too worked up about it and try exactly. to just be a good, good friend. Exactly. You know, this could be this could be a tough week for people that have a lot of air and fire energy like that Aquarius, just because all the major alignments that are happening are in earth and water, uh, which doesn't vibe with the air and fire. So as we move on to Friday, May 12th, we've got more earth and water. We've got Mercury retrograde in Taurus, sextile Saturn in Pisces again, and both of these Saturn in Pisces and Mercury retrograde in Taurus are aligning with Venus in Cancer. So today is a day for deep healing of that relationship energy. The really looking in within yourself into that psychological baggage, 
reflecting on your past relationships and how your past relationships have sort of rematerialized in your present day <laughs> relationships yeah and and really finding a way to nurture yourself nurture your younger self who is in those past relationships rather than beating yourself up for being in relationship with somebody who was not nice to you or abused you or hurt you in some way it's it's more about just showing yourself that compassion that says I had to go through that to get here from that shitty relationship to this shitty relationship, yeah, but like, maybe this like <laughs> maybe if, this if, relationship isn't as bad as the last one. And how can yeah. I appreciate this partner more? And the more that I appreciate this partner, the more they'll appreciate me. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a, it's a learning process. It's like, of course you were in another kind of shitty relationship. What mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're just going to, take out all of the baggage and throw it in the trash and never see it again. It's yeah, like, well, then, right. then we'd all have no problems. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's just not realistic. It's like, okay, <laughs> baby steps, even like career moves. It's like, okay, you can't just start here and then end up at the top, like the next week. Cause you decided it's like, you have to do the work to get there. And it takes time and it takes practice with different yes. people and different relationships and different jobs and different situations where little by little you gain knowledge and awareness of yourself and what you do and do not want to do anymore exactly i mean back you know when i think of my past i didn't choose these people i didn't even choose them like i guess in the moment i kept choosing them but it's not like i made a a conscious effort to find someone that aligned with me i didn't have that kind of awareness i was just mm -hmm. like oh I, it's some sort of romantic something happened and then now i'm here there was not mm -hmm. a lot of conscious choice so i think just mm -hmm. as we gain awareness we make more conscious decisions yes yes we can't wow. be mad at ourselves for being uh -oh. unconscious yeah and and for learning and for needing to learn and for not having it all figured out the moment you arrived on planet earth i mean yeah. that you, you we're all here to learn we're all here to grow and in order to grow you have to go through some growing pains in the process. I'm not sure how this is related, but I just feel like the more I have a diverse set of, like I learn a lot from people of different age groups. Or when I look back on people that are younger, I'm like, oh, of course that's where they're at. You know, and then when I share my things of what my past, it's like, you want to be where I am. Well, like I was, I was where you are when I was your age. So you're not stupid and you're yeah. not crazy. That's just what happens. And then I get to be friends with people that are older than me and hear their stories. And it's like, oh, we're always learning and growing. And they were where I was a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And not that everything has to do with age, but I think that the diversity of where people are in their lives and their awareness levels, just trans it, it gives you compassion to know that we're all going through similar things. There's no magic recipe for being perfect and having the perfect life. That's just not realistic. Yes. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's like there's no magic pill to lose all the weight or magic pill to like gain all the strength. There's always a cost, mm -hmm. you know, even if you're if you're somebody who like takes a magic pill and loses like 50 pounds in a month, there's probably going to be some sort of health repercussions to that. Well, there's also no not... lesson in like you didn't get to build the tenacity to be like, oh, well, now I have a healthy lifestyle. It's like you took the mm -hmm. shortcut. But then once yep. you stop taking the pill, you're still going to have to now learn 
like the process to take care of yourself yes yeah Ah, right right no shortcuts (laughs) (laughs) saturday may 13th the moon has transited into pisces and aligns with the north node we've been talking about all week the north node north node aligned with with the moon in capricorn on monday and then aligned with venus on wednesday and and then aligned with the moon in aquarius on thursday and here on saturday it's aligning with the moon in pisces so so when you think about like that transition on monday it aligned with the moon in capricorn which is about achievement career then it aligned with the moon the north node aligned with the moon in aquarius which is about the group the organization the community and then now it's aligning with the moon in pisces so this is giving kind of that softer reflection though it can also be painful because we're reflecting upon everything that's going on in the unconscious which we've been talking about all week with saturn and pisces and and you know on one hand pisces is the dream it's the fantasy it's you know the possibilities of all the amazing things that could happen but then it's also remembering all the things that went wrong and how they could go wrong again. And mm-hmm. so how do you reconcile a nightmare feelings instead yes. of the dream? Yeah. It's like, how do you, like, you have the dream. You're so excited. This is going to be so great. And then you're like, oh, I remember the last time I was excited and what yeah. happened after that? I was disappointed. Yeah. That's what always happens when I get excited. I get super excited. Then I get disappointed. So how do we ah. take care of ourselves through the disappointment? It's so that- hard. I can see why people get so discouraged because mm-hmm. how often is there not a disappointment afterwards? Like Maybe you find the love of your life. Maybe you find the perfect career. Maybe you have so much success and no worries anymore, but that's not usually the case. We're all struggling with something mm-hmm. and it's like a, a constant uh, path of putting yourself out there and getting rejected and putting yourself out there and having some sort of a disappointment because nothing is perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's, it can like really beat you down. Yes. But when you get to that point of disappointment, mm-hmm. how can you be compassionate to yourself mm-hmm. and how can you continue to have faith? Because those are two main cornerstones of Pisces, compassion and faith. Compassion through the disappointment, faith through the disappointment. And a lot of, you know, what could be crunchy about this week, even though it it, part of it feels nice because it's all these earth and water energies, maybe not nice for the air and fire people out there, but it's it's gonna be crunchy because of this Mercury retrograde ending where it's just stopped in the sky. You saw how it's where it was on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, right here at six degrees. And now we get to Sunday, May 14th, and Mercury is at five degrees in Taurus. The number is now black instead of red where it was on the previous days because now mercury has gone direct so hooray that means it's the end of mercury retrograde but we're still deep in the shadow mercury is is stuck in the sky so that creates 
that tension, it doesn't move out of its retrograde shadow until the end of the month, until May 31st. So take it easy on yourself. Try not to rush into anything all of a sudden. Give yourself plenty of time to get to where you need to go. Like Jennifer getting to the airport five hours early or six hours early. Not that you have to do that, but you know, it's like, give yourself plenty of time to get to where you need to go. But also, and, but that yeah. translates also into like life more than just a travel thing. It's like, give yourself time and grace to get, you know, the spiritually. Smell roses. Yeah, yeah, like not even so much just the travel time, but like the time to grow and to absorb whatever is happening around you. It's mm. like, we don't want to sit in the discomfort. Go away. I don't right, want to yeah. feel that. Yuck. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, we have to, we are still kind of in this retrograde energy and it's uncomfortable. We don't want to revisit shitty feelings of disappointment, but just reminding ourselves it is the retrograde. Anytime there are these like, uh, kind of waves go, they go in and out. So just appreciate knowing that maybe there's some disappointment that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because you have a lot of passion for something or like, mm-hmm. why are you disappointed? Cause you have hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. And how do you maybe shift your energy? How do you get those needs fulfilled that maybe didn't work out in one way? Like, is there another way? What do you need to change in your material world to, world to support these dreams better? Mm-hmm. Like maybe it brings about a shift by sitting with this discomfort, like discomfort is there not to just make you feel like shit, but usually it's there to to push something in a different direction. So even though maybe we don't want to sit with it, this is the time to give yourself more time in this mm. uncomfortable space to push your to allow that discomfort to move you somewhere. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to feel it again and again. Yes. Yes. Just grounding into the moment, whatever you're experiencing in the moment, just being in the moment rather than trying to move out of the moment into another moment that might be more yeah. blissful or happier yes. than the moment that you're in right now, because the moment that you're crazy. in right the Pisces yeah. energy of escaping. We're trying to escape yeah, anything that's icky. Totally. Exactly. And that's what Saturn is like. No, 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 don't escape. We're grounding this in here. You have to face this. You can try really hard to escape. You can try but and 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 there's going to be a lot of opportunities out there for you to escape like the opportunities to escape are, are greater than are they've endless. ever been yeah greater <laughs> than they've ever been but but the more that you try to escape the more noise the louder it's going to get out there well the more Until disappointment finally, you're going to like build up too cuz you're like avoiding the thing you're avoiding if you it. If you just do the thing that you need to do, then you would be able to move past it. But the avoidance <laughs> is just, you know, sweeping things under the carpet. You can only sweep so much until you're like, there's a pile. There's obviously something under the rug. <laughs> What's happening? Is there a dead body under your rug? No, yeah. it's just all the dust. and. and all the, yeah, there is. There's something yeah, exactly. Hiding. There is a dead body under there. I swept it under. <laughs> that's all my psychological baggage yes we're trying to bury it without dealing with it first You're like yeah okay well time to clean it up here mm-hmm. <laughs> seriously like now is the time to do it more than ever because literally in two years when saturn moves into aries it's moving into aries the same time as neptune and you know how i always say every year when it's Pisces season, 
And, you know, we just had a big one this last year with, with uh, Jupiter moving out of Pisces into Aries. And every time the sun moves from Pisces to Aries, I'm always saying like, you want to clear out that psychological baggage. Otherwise there's going to be a dumpster fire in the front of your house. And so there is a giant dumpster fire brewing in 2025. Don't wait till the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. You're in a panic. Time to take care of it. Have those difficult conversations with yourself and with those that live in your unconscious, whether it's an imaginary person or maybe it's a real person, somebody that is close, that you're close to in your life where you can hear their voices in your head and you've kind of created this version of themselves in your head. And then maybe that means that you need to talk to that person and say, hey, I really have this feeling that that you think this way of me. And they're like, what? No, I don't feel, I, I have love for you. Well, because you said this thing one time, you know, a long time ago and it stuck with me and I've been torturing myself for the last seven years ever yeah. since you said that thing, you know, I mean, that literally happens to people or maybe I'm just speaking for myself. No, I mean, no. I'm, I'm thinking of just kind of a <laughs> more specific example of me and my sister were talking about our childhood over the weekend with all of our family and my sister got really like heated kind of and it kind of felt directed at me and I was like trying to rack my brain I'm like what did I do what did I not like I don't recall some of the things that I think she remembers vividly because I was I don't know a teenager or I don't know early 12 who knows what I was doing not being yeah. present right but then one of the things was I was like oh maybe she feels like resentment because I feel like I like abandoned her mm. And just, you know, and I don't even think maybe consciously or maybe it was consciously, but, you know, just kind of bringing these things up and being like, oh, I always felt like shit about that. Maybe I probably never said it in the moment. I'm sure I did not. We didn't have the type of relationship now where we can be like, hey, this is what's coming up now for me. I thought about something from our childhood, like what happened with mom and dad, what happened with you, just, you know, some sort of honesty and reflection and digging. And I don't know if it really even impacted her, if if that was some sort of a resentment she had but I was like dude I don't think I ever apologized for just just moving out of the house and never saying anything I always felt guilty Mm. like it wasn't always like happy there so I always felt like I had abandoned her and I never I never brought that specifically up and you know just clearing things like that where maybe it was some maybe she had didn't have it or maybe even I held on to it unconsciously where I had some sort of guilt for leaving and never expressed it for to her like I think it at least it helped me even just saying it out loud that I was like fuck I never wanted to leave home because I didn't want to leave you there by yourself Mm. like not that we had the worst childhood in the world but you know there's just like these things from childhood that stick with you you know we talked about all of our grandparents and like you know, how our parents grew up with them and all of the siblings and all the little resentments and ways that they interpreted the situations. And it's like, you never know what someone is thinking, especially when they're a kid, they attach to certain moments and it's like, mm-hmm. well, that's not what was really happening. It was for me, it was more like this. I didn't know that that made you feel that way. Fuck mm-hmm. that's shitty. You know, we're mm-hmm. all kids or our parents were just, you know, hanging on doing the best that they could. Nothing mm-hmm. was on purpose. Like mm-hmm. they didn't want to traumatize us or, you know, give us emotional baggage, but we all acquire it. There's no way to avoid it. Exactly. We just have to figure out now how to like unpack those bags slowly. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I felt, it felt really nice to just 
the idea of talking about it openly and being like, okay, well, there was something, I know there was something there. Like, what was it? How do we, how do we clear it now? Because mm-hmm. we obviously don't want those things for each other now. Yeah. So you were able to have that conversation yeah. and kind of clear the air mm-hmm. and reset mm-hmm. with her. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. That's so much. I mean, especially with this Venus and cancer energy, it's really about, you know, clearing up all that past baggage with ah. relationships, familial relationships. So yeah, we we did a lot of clearing this weekend. A lot mm, of clearing. So good. So good. What a great way to honor the passing of your grandmother. And she always had like the most positive, like nothing could bother her. Mm. She was very like non-judgmental, just was just so accepting of everything and just always had such a good attitude. And we were like kind of talking about that. Like, how did she accomplish that? Because that's pretty amazing. Just always making people feel special and light and like always just giggling. And it just it felt like she always had a good day. Mm. And it's like, I'm sure she had some shit she had to, you know, get rid of over the years. I didn't know her mm-hmm. you know, so long ago, but yeah. What can we take away from that? Mm. Yeah. What a great example when you are able to look at your elders, your ancestors and use them as a positive example so much power there amazing ingrid yes well thank you thank you thank you scott for such a all of your great insights for the week you're Um, welcome if anyone wants to subscribe on youtube that would be amazing if anyone wants to get a reading scott is always here you can book it at theweeklytransit.com that you know he holds my hand all the time if you want some hand holding and some pushing to the next level emotionally in relationships in career um you just spend a little extra time with him Mm. i think it's you know i always leave after this just feeling like i got so much out of it Mm. you know lessons for the week to just be more aware of what's happening thank you ingrid i do too i feel great (laughs) so thank you and thank you to our listeners Scott, I'll see you soon. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. Transit, 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 transit.